Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's up, everyone? Welcome back for a brand new episode of Collider Ladies Night Pre-Party. And I'm very excited to introduce you all to Markella Cavanaugh, who plays Nori in Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I've seen two episodes. And as expected, you are a scene stealer. I love Nori so Aww. much. Thank you. Thank you. She's so fun to play. So that means a lot. Thank you. I, I can definitely tell. All right. So every single Ladies Night uh, interview starts here. What is the movie, the personal experience, the performance you saw, you name it, that first made you say to yourself, I have to be an actor and nothing else? I think it was Bicycle Thieves. I watched Bicycle Thieves and there was just, it wasn't even in particular, both of the the characters in there stood out to me so much. Um, and they're just performances that I think that are constantly inspiring me where I go, oh, it was that performance. No, it was this performance. No, it was that. And I think... Um, you know, someone like Greta Garbo really stood out to me as well growing up. And um, and I always, you know, I, I reference Charlotte Rampling because I think she's made such interesting creative choices. And so there, there are always performances that I think are the, are the ones for me where I go, this is why I'm doing it. And then I'll see another one and I'll go, but that one was also quite quite amazing that's what keeps things exciting you get to evolve every single step of the way this next question kind of feeds into that a little bit so when you first decided that you wanted to pursue acting as a career what did you picture making it as did you have like an idol or a specific type of role that made you think when I am there I will have made it in this industry I don't know I never really thought of it as kind of doing it to make it or to reach a certain point for me it's just personally if I'm in a project where I feel connected to the story and, and you know, I'm fortunate enough to work with really creative and, and wonderful collaborators, that for me is, I guess, making it because I'm, I'm doing something that I love with people that love what they're doing. So it's um, as long as I'm like telling, you hopefully continue to tell stories that, yeah, that I can relate to or that I connect to and um, that I feel truthful. And that's, that's kind of, I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be very content. It's a pretty solid guiding light right there. 
So speaking of some of the other collaborators you've worked with in the past before Rings of Power, is there anything you saw another actor do that really inspired you? Something that you put in your back pocket and now you're able to apply to your own work on this show or maybe even something else you're doing now? I would have to say the first person that comes to mind is Ewan Leslie. He's an Australian actor and he, um, we did The Cry together. And I remember just being so, um, he was so wonderful to work with as an actor. And, you know, if we had like quite emotional or vulnerable scenes, he was so present and would always check in afterwards. And the way that he treated the crew, I think really stood out to me as well. It was just with such respect and like, just just making sure that that everyone felt kind of calm and like they were being listened to and heard and like thanking crew for everything and I just I re, his attitude on set really stood out to me because he was playing such a, a really like I mean if you've seen the cry or if you haven't it's just a really intense character and it demanded a lot from him I think and so to see someone be in that headspace and then be able to just come out of it and be this really kind, um, incredible collaborator and and person was, yeah, I think he's really inspired me a lot. Big broad question here, but what would you say is your favorite part of the acting process? Do you really enjoy playing in the rehearsal space, wearing your costume for the first time, finding like that random magic that is sparked at any given moment on set? What What is it for you? I think for me, it's the it's the costume and and the makeup. I think that's when I fully feel like I'm I am the character because beforehand, you know, the, the preparation that you do or the research that you do or the the backstory that you do, um, that's all well and good. But then to actually have kind of the other layers come together, it also just makes you. It also just kind of brings you closer to the the heads of department and to the crew because they've all had a hand in 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 making that so I think I think that I think costume and makeup okay I'm gonna flip that around a little now and in an effort to not make it a negative thing what is your least favorite part of the process where you've kind of identified some room to grow for yourself and you're eager to explore that more in future projects I think almost when you almost when you like finish a scene it sounds really strange but it's so easy to kind of to overthink literally everything that you've done and so when you finish and then you're done for the day and then like you just kind of go back and forth and go over things so I think I definitely want to get to a place where I can just kind of have some kind of feel like some kind of um uh closure on on a scene at the end of the day and just go it is what it is we'll see what happens you've done what you can do um and trust that a bit more because yeah, it's very easy to get into your head, I think. You're talking to a perfectionist who is very hard on herself. I understand yeah, that mentality yeah. all too well. <laughs> all right, let's get into Rings of Powerful Force now. Uh, first, because you brought up, you know, the research part of the process before, but even before you get into that, what would you say is the biggest difference between the Nori that you brought to the audition process and the Nori that we wind up seeing in the finished show? Well, I mean, I didn't know who I was who I was auditioning for, really. Uh, the, you know, there was a code name and I didn't know that she was a half foot. And so I had no idea what I was really what I was doing. So it was just kind of, you know, I had a really wonderful audition scene and I, I um, prepared that with the circumstances that I was given. And then so it was just vastly different, I think, because I was obviously then told the history, the history of the half foot community or like her family and 
um, and their values and where they're at when we meet them. And um, so, yeah, it's it's a very different leaps and bounds from as in story rise from where I was at in the audition, I think. Okay. So then you get past that part of the process. You're doing your research and your prep work, but even after all that, what is a quality of hers that you weren't able to tap into until you were actually on set? Something that really came to light in the moment that all the prep in the world could never have helped you achieve. Well, again, I think, and when I, you know, when I mentioned leaps and bounds before, it's like the leaps and bounds from audition to character is, is the crew keep mentioning the crew but it is true it's like it's the costume and it's the makeup and it's the directing and it's the it's the actors that you get to meet so I think um I think equality to her was probably how much she cared for her and cares for her family and her community and I think that that was just helped because I really did care about the people that I was working with so there was a chemistry there hopefully that will resonate with people or that people will feel like connected to that that was purely because I felt close to, to the other actors. So yeah, I would say that okay. genuine love. I have to bring up this question I haven't uh, asked in a little while, but with the disclaimer that every single person on this crew is very important and does something special, but who would you name the unsung hero of the Rings of Power? Someone who made an unexpected difference in a day that might've been tough for you and we should know their name and their work. Um, Anton from the green team. <laughs> He was amazing. He would like, but basically was in charge of organizing whether we needed more grass or more mud or more this and more that. And there'd be days where he would set all of that up and then would see like one of us slip and come up to us and go, do you need more? Do you need like solid ground, like solid ground? And then all of a sudden there'd be like five people coming in to add more grass so that you wouldn't slip and trip over. I think it was that. I think that was quite... um he was, he was, so, and he was always so joyful and positive and he was working ridiculous hours. Like the crew were just working such long hours and he was always so like, yeah, we're here and we're doing it. And yes, yeah, so lovely. So him for sure. I love the details like that, that are so important that we don't often think yeah. about or talk about. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I was reading a little bit about your personal preference for more minimalist movies, and this could not be farther from that. So when you jump onto a set like this, what is something about, you know, what it means to step into a big budget fantasy realm that maybe wound up being more creatively fulfilling than you ever imagined it would be? Exactly. As you said, I think I, I fell in love with, with minimalism. Um, and what's been amazing about this is that I can I can see why. And I always I had an appreciation for fantasy, but it's it's different, I think, when you're in it. And I could actually see the 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 pull towards it because you can almost you can feel the same things and relate to the same feelings um, from a distance. So there's there's a bit of a kind of you're slightly removed from the world. You're not looking at it going, oh, I recognize that street. I walked across down that street and like now I'm thinking of myself walking down that street. You're going, this is another world. It's another universe, but they're still experiencing things thematically that we do in our real lives. So um, it was just amazing to be a part of in that way. I just couldn't, it's, it's made me appreciate that there's always a link between all kinds of genres in, in ways that you might not expect, I think. Flat out just described why I like movies and television so, so much. Because sometimes it's just easier for me to process like real difficult human truths, but yeah. through a fictional story or something yeah, a little more exactly. fantasy based like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
sure. All right. So another part of the TV making process that always fascinates me, and I think in in your case, it was uh, it was filming two episodes and then taking that hiatus rather than just a pilot. And I know that hiatus is largely for, you know, writers and producers to assess what they got and then reassess the path going forward. But for you personally, what was something that you learned while filming those first two episodes that you were then able to apply to your work when you got back to set? Scale. Scale work. Yeah. It's like, so the, we had no, I'd never worked with scale before. And um, Daniel Wayman, who plays a stranger and I particularly had a lot of scale work to do. And we had um, scale doubles who were just amazing. And so like willing to get involved and, 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 um, and be a part of it. And so we just had to really kind of establish another way to connect before a scene. So there'd be so many times where again, crew being so accommodating, like, they'd move so that we could look at each other before a take and like connect. And then, and then they'd, they'd call action and I'd be looking at either a tennis ball or the wonderful scale double or Daniel Wayman's face on cardboard, <laughs> like looking really stoic and kind of just so funny. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it would be, it, it was the scale work and we had like an hour, an hour of scale Academy, but they would explain the technicalities of how it works. Couldn't tell you what it was because I'm just maths is beyond me. Um, but yeah, it was very, it was, it was so interesting. Never had someone mention scale work before. I've never heard it referred yeah. to that way also, but obviously it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we've talked about, you know, the ground and the terrain, uh, you brought up costumes already. What about the production design? Because we do get to spend a lot of time in the Harfoot community during these, these first two episodes, but that design work is just so incredibly detailed. So yeah. is there any specific detail in that world that you noticed on set and you hope people don't miss when they watch these first two episodes, even if it's not in the center of a frame? In, in the costume? Did you, say? Uh, you could pick costume or the production design. Oh, the questions. And I think that, so I will bring up costume because there's something that kind of stood out to me and um, that I think you might miss the first round, but net maybe, but then we'll go back to and pick up on it. Hopefully it's like my favorite thing about the costumes. They're these apple seeds that um, as an idea, basically uh, they represent how many people have passed away, how many half have passed away um, through each migration. So you know, you'll see like elders of the community, they'll have so many and they'll be just kind of attached to their costumes and threaded in and and um, in such detailed embroidery. And then some of the younger halfwits will have less because they've lost less. And so that was a really nice link and kind of unites the halfwits as a community, I think, in a really interesting way. And it's not like in your face, in your face, but once you know it, you'll kind of see, you'll see how it tracks. What a beautiful touch. I love that so much. Mm. All right, getting yeah. into some specifics in each episode. Now, like one of the first things that struck me about Nori is the scene when, you know, they're out getting the berries and the wool and she notices the wolf print is the way that she's able to keep so incredibly calm to not alarm everybody else. So just for you playing that kind of moment, where do you think that sense of calm comes from rather than, you know, her going into a complete panic and running off with everyone? I think it's just the way that they've been raised. Like they, they, they're constantly at the mercy of their environment and and whatever danger might be around them at, at any corner. So they've kind, they've got to have this sense of calm, so that they can actually 
they can deal with what with what they're with what they have to face um it's it's just ingrained it's it's a part of the way they live their lives because they have no choice so um if you panic and you waste time next thing you know you might not be there anymore <laughs> so it's like I think that's it's just kind of a part of her a part of the half foot the half foot spirit I guess I was busy watching that and I'm like if only I could apply that to my own life I know challenges why can't I just take a breath noted noted yeah (laughs) all right so in episode two there's one specific line you say that really caught my ear this might be me overthinking things but it's the point where uh Nori shouts at the stranger I'm just a harfoot because based on what I had seen of her before that I think deep down she knows she is not just a harfoot and she's not just anything there's so much more to her than that so what was it like finding the right way to deliver that line to reflect the truth she knows about herself but also the fear that she's feeling in the moment I mean our wonderful director of that episode Jay um he was so we were trying to find the right tone for that because it is she kind of she thinks that she's meant to be doing something else but then at the same time she's got like such insecurities about that so eventually we kind of it, it was it was meant to be a bit of um there was a bit meant to be a bit of like humor to it as well where she's like this is ridiculous like look at me I can't help you um and so we just kind of workshopped it a lot and and did so many different takes and and so just tonally it was kind of everywhere for a while um but I think the important thing was just almost like she's she's regurgitating what she's been told so many times um and it's that thing as well where like if you feel like you failed it's you kind of you say what you've been told that you are I guess and for her it's it's kind of you're just you're just a half foot so just stay in your place all right as we have to wind down here we squeeze in some rapid fire questions or not rapid fire you can give me an answer and then elaborate on it if you want (laughs) but they're very random things and they're some of my favorites the first question is a zombie apocalypse question so let's say a zombie outbreak happens and you're on the set of Rings of Power. You can select two cast members from the show to be on your team. Who do you pick to give yourself the best chance of surviving the zombie outbreak on set? Oh my goodness. Characters or actors? Actors. Oh. <laughs> I feel like characters um, might make it too easy. Oh, that's so tricky. That is so tricky. I think it's this, all of them have their own quality that I would, that I think would be really valuable. I think there's a part of me that's like, Ismail would be quite, would be great in the sense that he's good at putting things into perspective. And I think he's good at kind of keeping everyone grounded and like, just no need to freak out until you need to freak out kind of a person, I think. So that would be quite helpful. And then I think, um, Nas also Nazanin has a really good head on you know she can I think she'd find like solutions or ways to 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 beat whatever was coming but I also think Charlie Vickers is like that I think I actually think Megan actually is also a great person to have because she's so oh (laughs) I can't I just can't choose this is what happens when you work with such a large group of great people yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's tricky. All right. I'll squeeze in one more before they kick me out here. This has become one of my new favorite questions to ask. So 
Uh, this sparked from uh, the Sandman and the character Death, her appreciation for the little things in life, which I don't think we talk about nearly enough. So what is something that is, you know, it's something that may seem silly or seemingly insignificant to someone else out there, but it's just something important to you, a little thing that brightens your day on a regular basis? I think music, I'll have to say. I'm constantly listening to it. It just, it helps with everything. It literally helps with everything. So. I think music and I think sharing music with with friends and family is really is great and important. Um, and you can do it anywhere. So very true. I love yeah. that your sharing music is my sharing movies and shows. So I will just use this as an opportunity to segue to the outro and share Rings of Power with you all. I know you're all going to watch it anyway, but Markella, congratulations on the show. And I can't wait to see more and talk spoilers Thank eventually. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.